Hello, my name is Telomere Venomstar, and I'm one of the five supernovas, as well as the serial killer known as the Boogeyman. I'm here to tell you that the perks for noobs and dragons have changed for patrons. If you go to www.patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia, you'll see that for one dollar you still get access to exclusive Discord channels. For five dollars, you get access to exclusive content like Behind the DM Screen, a monthly special where the Dungeon Master takes you behind the scenes of the show. It means the world to us that you enjoy Noobs and Dragons, and in order to support the show and improve it, Patreon is a great way to do so, and get amazing perks from it as well. Noobs and Dragons, the group confronted Glarus Galaxy Render along with members of the Cult of the Dark Star, where it was revealed that Enya Everwinter was not only alive, but she stole the Dream Journal back from them. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are outside the Withered Branch Inn, which has had a meteor swarm strike it, explosions rocket from the inside, and uh, after a short time, the building is collapsing in on itself. I, uh, the the like the reserve towns guard our town guard is you know like uh like bailing buckets of water you know from like a, a nearby uh you know uh, well essentially uh or water reservoir that's been you know brought up into the trees and I. Uh, and it looks like they're they're now that uh, there's no like more explosions, there's no meteors. Uh, it looks like it's starting to kind of like uh, settle down. And after uh, uh, some time passes, the three of you just sort of kind of sit there and watch as the the fire goes down. And it's uh, and a lot of the town at this point is starting to kind of like disperse. The guards have kind of like pushed everyone away, and. Uh, you have uh, Percival Steelbreeze, who's uh, kind of like walking around, shouting orders, making people sure keep you know people stay away. Uh, uh, Citrine Fall has been uh, taken by uh, like some doctors, uh, some healers, and uh, have you know they, they've taken her away. And it's now the three of you. What would you like to do? I'm going back to the school, magic, and going to bed. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna limp. Yeah away so <laughs> my the three dusty of you, clothes the three of you uh stand up and start to walk to the midori school of magic mm-hmm. and uh percival steel breeze walks up to the three of you and he says i realize this has been a rather long night uh so i'll make this very brief i'm going to be cordoning off the withered branch inn's remains so that the three of you can make an investigation before we do oh that's a that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, it's a great idea. Thanks, Commander. Officer. <laughs> he, he just sort of nods. He doesn't really know what to, to make about your, like, delirious, like, ramblings. And he just sort of, like, kind of nods along and lets you guys head to the Midori School of Magic. And uh, and you guys go in and pass out, essentially? Yep. Uh, I'd say we walk through the door mm-hmm. and fall in the doorway. <laughs> 
that. So <laughs> that's what I feel like. So the three of you guys pretty much pass out in the doorway, like open the door, ba- maybe barely close it. And I, uh, I, uh, Chandar, you, if you're all going to bed at the same time, you trance. Mm-hmm. So you would wake up first. So about four hours pass and I, uh, and you wake up. I, uh, at this point, it's, uh, uh, like probably like mid morning, I believe. Because uh, I think that was pretty early in the morning when uh, you guys heard that explosion. Uh, so it's like, you know, mid to late morning. Oh, okay. Um, I look, so what do I see when I look at these two? How are they? How are, how is this all going down? Uh, you you guys pretty much are in the hallway to the Midori School of Magic. Uh, you uh, hear Alistair snoring pretty loudly. Uh, even t- like Tilly's kind of like kicking her legs a little bit, and you see the uh, uh, the the Nightmare Idol is like right uh, beside her head. All right, I'll grab the Nightmare Idol and just ch- chuck it down the hallway or whatever. <laughs> you heave it down the hall and it bounces around. All right, and then I guess I'm gonna go see what uh, what the professor and or the professors are up to. Sure. So you go past one of the rooms, you look in, and you see uh, 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 Zoff Reverus, uh, who, who's like kind of like packing a, a backpack, and you see with him is uh, Amelia Sunflower. Uh, it looks like she's wearing like kind of like darker clothes now. Uh, she has like some like she has like a knife in her boot. She has like some like daggers at her side. Uh, and uh, she turns and sees you and like, you know, quietly greets you because she knows that the other two are sleeping in the hallway. Hey, well, what are we packing here for? Oh, um, I had spoke with uh, Alistair and Tilly um, the, the other night and they had asked me to try to track down where... Glarus was. And Zoff Reverus sort of turns around and he says, uh, yeah, um, he said, uh, uh, Alistair felt like my, my divination magic might help me track them down. Uh, so we're going to be in the region looking around to see if we can find them. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, um, be careful cause yeah, last time I remembered, you're not uh, as strong as you used to be. Yeah, uh, she nods and I uh, and she says, she says, "I'll be keeping my distance." I assure you. And you think that all the the dark clothing she's wearing is so that she can go more covertly. Uh, you see in uh, Zoff Reverus's bag, his like he normally wears that like blue wizard's robes with like you know the like the uh, uh, the you know cloud patterns all over him and stuff. And uh, even you see like you see in his backpack, he has like like dark clothing that he's like packed into it. You think that he's probably not going to be dressed like this for very long on this mission. Okay. And then just under my breath as I kind of turn away from them to go to find the professors, I'm like typical Alistair. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, 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 do they hear that? Uh, no, they don't hear you. Uh, they, they go back to what they're uh, doing. I, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you go to the next room, and uh, you see Albus B. Tinker is uh, in the room. It's the room that has the st- like the ladder that leads down, and he's sleeping. Uh, Professor von Drakovich, you're not sure if he sleeps. He, you, you don't know that you've seen him sleep yet, uh, and uh, he's just sort of like floating, like with his legs crossed, and he's like looking at a book. Hey bud, what's uh, what's going on? Oh, hello, Jandar. Uh, it's nice to see you. 
Uh, what you reading there? Oh, um, I'm just wondering how to uh, work on one of my new projects. You see, we finished. You finished the goat? Oh, oh, um, I have good news and bad news. <laughs> oh, man. The Do you want the good news or the bad news first? Let's start with the bad news. I'm, I'm, we've had a great night, so let's just keep it rolling. The bad news is that, well, we needed some more parts. And coincidentally, they were growing in, in, in Christopher Mark Mach 2. So, um... Alistair uh, is going to be crushed again. Well, I do have some good news, though. What's the good news? The Lunar Solar Cannon has been completed. That's good news. Indeed. So, do we know what it does yet? <laughs> he, uh, his, his red scales, like when you walked in, he had like red scales on. And they like kind of turn uh, black. And he kind of like sets the book down and he kind of like, like kind of like you, you would think he almost like goes to stand up, but he doesn't really stand. He just sort of like continues floating, but like stands like is upright and he floats towards you. It's like uh, kind of like weird, uh, like magic wings sort of like kind of like pop out a bit and he just sort of like scoots forward a bit and he goes, yes, we do. It's really quite interesting, you see. Okay, well, uh, why don't you tell me what you know? What, should we wake them up or? Nah. Fair enough. Uh, he <laughs> says, it is a cannon. That's good. It I, is like, a... I like things that shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it, it is a cannon that suppresses the, the abilities and powers of, of those who rely on the far realm. Aberrations. Hmm. And how, how did you come to figure this out? When, from analyzing all the, the design work and the, the you, notes. You didn't shoot it. No, I, I don't really have much of an aberration to shoot it at. Um, but uh, it also, um, <laughs> there's a little bit more that goes into it. Like? Well, it, it, it takes a little bit of life force in order to fire the thing. Uh, I'm sorry, come again? Well, it, it, it consumes a little bit of life force, your, the essence of your, your existence in firing this thing. It is quite powerful, you see. It can be diffused, though. You see, it, the more people that fire it, the, the more life gets spread out. So if one person fires it, well, then they might lose a few years of their life. But if the three of you fire it together, it likely won't take that much off your life. Oh. Also, okay. you, I don't advise firing it more than once in a day. Really? Why is that? Well, because it compounds. The, the more you <laughs> fire, the more it, it drains, and the quicker it takes before you fire. It's, it's honestly, I would recommend giving it like a week or so before firing each time. But, you know, you, you do you. <laughs> okay. Um, how, how much time has it been? If I wake these guys up, are they going to get their full rest in? Uh, you would probably have to wait maybe an hour or so. Okay. Uh, right. If you want to kill some time, uh, you can go ahead and uh, do so. You can even take a look at over the because the the uh, professor has his like the the book. You can take a look over it and it has his notes on the Luna Solar Cannon. Well, can I look at the cannon? Is, is he willing to it's, show it to me? I mean, he can. It's in the the basement currently, sealed up. Oh, it's sealed up. All right, yeah, I'll, he, I'll just take a look at the book. Then. Sure. Uh, go ahead and make me an Arcana check. Arcana for 16. With a 16, it's very hard to understand. 
Uh, it's very cryptic. It's kind of like the the translation that Professor Von Dracovich has written is it's you don't think it's like a hundred percent, but you think that he's probably. I mean, he's a pretty smart guy. You feel like he's done a pretty good job. Uh, but uh, but from the notes, it's kind of uh, more of what he was saying. It drains out your life. And it doesn't necessarily destroy aberrations. It's not really something you can, like, take a pot shot at, like, a, a grell or a beholder with. It sort of seals away the power. So it's more for, like, uh, like portals and stuff and, like, you know, to, like, you know, like, seal things like that away. Hmm. Okay. But uh, after it takes you a while to read through the book because it's just so complex and you have to reread things. And it's, you know, Professor Von Drakovich's notes are a little, like, kind of, like, eccentric. Because every so often he'll, like, scratch out, like, entire passages and he'll just, like, with, like, sloppy ink, it'll be like, no, 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 just like, you know, and, like, so it kind of is kind of like the, the you get kind of a weird vibe from it. You feel like Professor Von Drakovich, sometimes you forget how insane he really is, and it's something like this kind of brings it back home. Uh, but a few hours pass, and Alistair and Tilly, you both kind of, like, stir awake as uh, you hear uh, Professor Von Drakovich is, like, sort of explaining something to Jandar in another room. <sighs> I go up for another eight hours. <laughs> and Tilly just stares blankly at you, apparently. Are you alive, Tilly? <laughs> Hello, Earth to Tilly! Yeah. <laughs> okay, very good. So you guys kind of like brush yourselves off <sighs> and you guys head into the, the room and <sighs> uh, you see uh, Albus B. Tinker is is sort of like kind of still sleeping. It looks like he's like maybe trying his best to sleep, even though Jandar and Professor Von Drakovich are talking and uh, they're they're looking at like some book. Morning, boys. Oh, hey. Uh, yeah, good news. The cannon's done. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yep. It's done. What does that mean? <laughs> well, according to this uh, these this book, it says only Alistair can shoot it. Oh, really? Yeah. Roll insight. Uh, roll deception with disadvantage. With guidance. Uh, with you don't even know what's going. On. You can't give either of them guidance. Sure, I can. Unnatural twenty. Ha! Five. <laughs> <laughs> you you feel like he's messing with you. 100%. Let I'm me see that, that book. <laughs> uh, so Professor Von Drakovich explains to uh, the two of you, Alistair and Tilly, just like he told Jandar, uh, that the Luna Solar Cannon has been completed, and he uh, uh, has faith that it is uh, it is exactly the way that the original Luna Solar Cannon, or Cannons, would have been created back Cannons. long long ago. Yeah, Professor Von Drakovich explains. He says, I don't really know a lot about the origins. I All I know is that this, this cannon was created supposedly created by somebody who appeared back long long ago in the during the dawn war when aberrations and far realm was starting to attack the world and uh, apparently his name was NN Lunasolar and it became the Lunasolar cannon NN Lunasolar he nods yeah it's the the initials N and then N so presumably the first and middle name are N and then the last name is Lunasolar weird yeah, he 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 shrugs. I uh, and I uh, and if you need the spelling for that, let me know. But I uh, I uh, he he kind of nods along. He says, "Yes, but it is done. It is complete. It will potentially hurt you really bad if you try to fire it on your own." How how bad? Well, you know, it's some time taken off your life. I'm sorry. What? Some time taken off your life. 
Like I'll age or I won't live as long. Yes. I presume, yes, that is correct. Yes, you're on the right track. Uh, Professor Von Dragovich nods along, and uh, he doesn't know for sure. He wasn't able to experiment with it. He just knows that this is the way it was like, you know, this is 100% according to the plans that your family has passed down over the ages. All right. Well, uh, Can you demonstrate it for us? Professor Von Dragovich looks to you and he says, do you have an aberration on hand? No. No. Oh. Um well, here's the thing. Um it's going to it's going to take quite a bit of energy out of you every time you fire it. It's a shame that I don't have a a piece of the original dawn gate. The what? Well, the the dawn gate, the the gate that held the far realm back. You see, it um long ago there was a portal and it exploded and the far realm started flooding into the world. Uh, there's a Supposedly, if I had a piece of this gate, I I would be able to to. Um, you talking about a shard of the Black Pyramid? No, that's completely different. Is it? Well, yeah the the Black Pyramid is not the Dawn Gate. Where oh, are you paying oh, attention? Okay. I don't know the difference. <laughs> he he had a long day. He just woke up. Oh, fair uh, enough. I had a meteor. Uh, it was like a few meteors to fall on me. Uh, yeah, we've all been there, right? Uh, have you? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Professor Von Dracovich explains that if you guys, uh, uh, he, he he says, he says, he says, it's almost impossible to find these things. They they don't look like what they should be. They they should be, you know, like when the the gate was op- originally there, it was glorious and and golden or or shining green. I don't even know. Uh, but supposedly it was very beautiful, and when it exploded, it looked very mundane. And only certain bloodlines have the ability to mm. see through this. I, I, okay. 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 Well, like this here, and I hold out my little chunk of rock. Is that this a piece of coal? No, it's not. I'm pretty sure that's a piece. It looks like a piece of coal. So if this was what you said it is, what what would you want to do with it? You'd want to shoot the gun at it? What would you want to do with it? We would have to put it into the cannon. Let's put it in the cannon. I mean, it looks like a piece of coal. And he uh, <laughs> he invites you guys down, and Elvis, Elvis B. Tinker is starting to wake up, and, uh, and he kind of rubs the sleep out of his eyes. He goes, oh, I'm never working with this guy again. Oh, boy. But you guys still have a project you're working on. Oh, God. Uh, Elvis um, B. Tinker goes, um, um, Christopher Mach 2. And I kind of look at, at <laughs> I kind of look at Alistair like, um, um, yeah, what? about that. About, what about that? I'm going to let, I'm going to let the professor uh, explain. Yeah, I think the professor's going to do a much better job of explaining what's going on with the, the other project. Yeah, okay. Professor? Uh, professor Von Dragovich has already floated down the ladder, and he's gone into the, the, the basement. I'm going to go in after him. Sure, you head down. Uh, Albus B. Tinker looks to you two, and he goes, oh, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not telling him. I'm not telling him. Tilly doesn't even know, I don't think. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about, but I'm not telling him. <laughs> he says, Tilly, your friend Professor Von Dragovich, he might be pretty bright, but there's something really wrong with that guy. Oh, yeah, we know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm going to head downstairs now. <laughs> Use the term friend very loosely. <laughs> carried this guy around. I carried this guy's brain around in a jar for like ever. So it's more of like a, I felt like I need to head to keep him around to do something since I did all that for him. Elvis B. Tinker sort of stops and stares at you for a moment. He goes, 
Well, I guess some children go out and do drugs, so I suppose you hanging out with brains in jars is a little bit better than that. I thought you'd understand, and then I'm going to go downstairs. <laughs> oh, Miss B. Tinker fo- uh, follows after. Alistair, you get to the uh, the basement, and there's blood everywhere. Oh, God, what happened here? You don't see the creature that was originally dragged in here. What happened, Professor, what happened here? The Professor slowly turns, and his black scales alter and kind of shimmer white. And he looks to you, and he says, there were sacrifices that needed to be made in order to complete the lunasolar cannon. Yeah, you guys like were dragged a weird, creepy thing down here the other day. There were other things that were needed. <laughs> is is Zoff still alive? It, yes, I I think. A huge pink. Wait, wait, wait. Well, last wait, I did saw you use him. him. Last I saw him, he was upstairs. Oh, okay. All right. You didn't kill Amelia, did you? He won't. No. And then I <laughs> and I chime in. They won't be alive for long, though. Wait, are we going to kill them? What are no. you talking about? No, I'm just saying you sent them on their a quest that's going to lead to their death because that's what you do with everything that you save. You did well, it. To I the... kill everything I save. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. 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 You, pretty much. They yeah. Have Maybe inadvertently. <laughs> inadvertently, some way, yeah. shape, or form. So why would you? Uh, say, yeah. I, I don't know. I just. I, I, I'm sorry for interrupting this 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 moment, but I'm just curious. Why would you save Amelia and then? Talk to those two to send them to go find Glarus, the guy that just dropped a meteor on us and almost killed all three of us. So it like, was before that happened. Uh, we were just having them use divination magic to locate so that we could go. Oh, well, they're leaving to go look for him. Oh. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Per your orders is what they told me. Well, they could, if they could find out where he is, that's good. <sighs> right? Just put one on the list. Right? Walter. <laughs> right? Christopher. Christopher. Wait, Ver- what about Christopher? Christopher version 2. What? About, wait, what? what? Huh? I didn't say anything. Professor Von Drakovich stares at you, and he kind of like, like, you know, sometimes you, you kind of let your guard down with Professor Von Drakovich because he's nutty and kind of funny, and he kind of has like a weird look in his eyes, and he's like, sacrifices had to be made, Alistair. What did you do to Christopher Martell? What did you do? Where is he? I need to hear his good voice. I mean, he wasn't really making much of a goat voice. He, he had a head of a crocodile, but, but... Whatever! But for the record, there were pieces in him that were growing when I when I assembled him, because I thought, oh, well, I mean, I have these parts, and, and then it dawned on me that in order to complete the cannon, I needed those parts. Are you telling me this cannon's made of goat? Well, and crocodile? Re- and, re- really, it's more reptilian stuff? than goat. I, 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 you, you're really fixated on goats, and really you should be fixated on reptilian things. Okay, so, okay, so is the on, gun everybody. a lizard? <laughs> no. What's going on with this coal that you put in this gun? Because, like, we need to get going here. I don't know about you guys, but uh, Glarus is opening the portal right now to fucking put Illinok in here, and then we're all going to get Alistair pretty soon. First like, of all, it's not coal. Okay, coal doesn't, glow, coal doesn't glow green, you son of a bitch. It's glowing dull <laughs> yeah, black. In, it's in, your, in your hands, uh, uh, Jandar, it is a, a glowing green it's stone. green! Look at it! <laughs> but to everybody yeah. else in the room, it is coal. Would you and just so, look at it? And so Professor Von Drakovich kind of reaches out his clawed hand and, and goes to take the, the piece of like uh, uh, coal or jade. And uh, do you give it to him? 
Yeah, sure. And he takes it and he looks at it and he goes, oh, it looks that cool to me. Shut up and put it in the goddamn cannon. Fair enough. And uh, and he opens up the cannon and he kind of like pops off the the front plating. And as he puts it aside, like you, his like back is like he's in front of it, you know, so you can't see the gun very well. Do you guys want to like make a perception check, kind of peek around his yeah. shoulders? Uh, yeah. Duh. yeah, perception checks. I just want to turn and go around him. Perception. That'd be a. Uh... 22. 22? 25. 25? 27. All three of you get a good look as you sort of like peek around his shoulder and kind of like kind of like like loop around him. And you see inside the gun is like like squirming tendrils of like flesh. Ooh. And uh, uh like some of it is a gears. There's like piping and stuff that goes through it. And he puts into the gun uh uh, the stone, and he kind of puts the the plating back on, and he like like kind of like screws it together again, and I, uh, and he kind of like lifts it up, and uh, you guys kind of like the the gun kind of glows like a, a kind of a green color, and it has like a weird aura to it, and Professor Rendrakovich goes, oh well, I'll be damned, I told you it wasn't coal, you sons of bitches, I've been talking about this the whole time, every day. I got this piece of stone. It glows green. No, it's coal. I'm telling you it's glowing green. No, it's just a piece of coal. But here I am now. You all can suck it. Okay, great. What does this mean now? <laughs> well, it means that um, in, instead of absolutely killing you after you used it a few times, you, you can use it quite a few more times without it killing you. Oh. Oh, so you were going to give us this gun that would for sure kill us before you had ammo for it? I mean, you asked for the gun to be made. I didn't. You, yeah, you this didn't is tell an me Alistair to deal. Special. You didn't. No. <laughs> this was your goddamn blueprint or something. Yeah, my family's blueprint. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the record, Alistair, you didn't ask me to do anything else with it but build it. That's true. And build it, I did. He's got us there. No, he's got you there. He's got us. There. We're all. <laughs> I'm in starting this. to realize that all the, that all the major mistakes about this lead to one person. Glarus. No, that's not the name I'm thinking, but Galaxy okay. Render. <laughs> so now that you have put my stone in there that's not coal, okay, can you say, can you, you, you want to you just admit that one more time in there, Professor? Uh, I said, well, I'll be damned. What more do you want? Mm. It it seems like this is a piece of the Dawn Gate. Mm. So kudos. Suck you, it, guys. All right, anyways. And suck it, we shall. <laughs> um... So now you're saying we can use the cannon without it absorbing as much life? Well, as much life. It's still going to absorb life, though. Well, I mean, if one of you fires it on, on your own, I mean, you, you'll, you'll definitely, you know, feel a few years leaving your body. But if that stone wasn't there and I shot it, insta-death? For one person firing it? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, you, you, you weren't really kind of telling me that, though, in the beginning. Huh? Mm, no, um, I wasn't. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, but I said it different, so there. Take, shut up, Alistair. I, I don't know what's going on. I'm tired. My God. So, now we have this weapon. <coughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And it looks like just like a rifle? Can, can we fill in? It looks like a blunderbuss. And so it's it's black mm -hmm. with like uh, like chrome kind of like plating and stuff and with like a wood, like a what looks to be like a wooden stock. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it looks really well made. It looks pretty well held together. And it has three uh, beams on it. It looks like a, there's a tripod that's like attached to it. So like essentially you pull out this giant blunderbuss, you slap it to the ground. And uh, Professor Von Dragovich explains, he says, and then it takes some time to charge. And then it fires at whatever aberrant thing you need sealed or removed. Okay. Um, How do we carry this? 
Um, yeah, we we have, put it in your quiver thing. We have the bag of holding. Yeah, you have, your, you have your you uh, have your quiver of uh, yeah. I believe Alhana, uh, yeah. which allows you to put weapons in it. Mm-hmm. You can put it in there, or you can put it in the bag of holding because it does slide in. You know, through the, the I'll bag. put it in the quiver. Yeah, that's fine. Put it in the quiver. Absolutely, it is but now in your magical quiver. We should maybe just fill in the professor what happened just recently. Yeah, we should. <laughs> so, Alistair, you're the good storyteller. So there you go. Go ahead, fill everybody in. Um. So, Withered Branch Inn is destroyed. I don't know what that is. It's an inn called the I Withered mean, I Branch. I could have gathered that. It's in the city, uh-huh. and Glarus was staying there with some buddies of his, apparently. Okay. Well, we went there. They blew up the <laughs> Withered Branch Inn. They took our book with the person who sent us here in the beginning of this whole adventure, and... They're on their way to unleash Illinok, the Teeth of Gnashing, from different locations across the continent. Um, I mean, you you wanted to get rid of the book anyway. You complained about that, right? Yeah, but like when someone else wants it, I feel like that we shouldn't give it to them. Now I'm getting real mixed signals from you. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to explain, right, guys? Like, right? It's like like, like you kind of want it and you don't, but we don't want people to have it. Let me let me put this on the table for you. Um, what what do you want me to do? I I I, I don't. Oh, we're just filling you in. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm kind of tired. I was hoping you could go save the world, not us. <laughs> oh, you know that is funny. I mean, if we did, if he did, he'd be doing it for Zyklon. Right, but I mean, for Zyklon Bloodbane? Yeah, like if you were to save the city, it'd be for him, right? And then he would just come and take the oh, city. Oh, yeah, it would be something like that. Yes, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't really have any intention of sticking around in town for too long. I, I, you know, have to get back to the Bloodbane family. Yeah. Right, but you when you save the world so that you can get back to the Bloodbane family before they're all eradicated and destroyed. I mean, if you ask me, you're saying that the cult of the Dark Star is going to eradicate the world and. Yes. I, I just don't think they have it in them. Well, they're going to unleash a god to do that. A god called Illinok. Yeah, the Teeth of Gnashing. The Teeth of Gnashing Desire? Yes. Okay. He lives underneath the city. He lives underneath the city. Um, I, I'm going to level with you. Like, I'll, I'll help you guys out. You you <laughs> did me a big favor, but I just it just doesn't really... I just feel like the Blood Beans will be able to take care of it if this thing gets out. I'll make an insight check. Natural 20. Wow. Unnatural 20. Still pretty high. Unnatural 26. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, a weird die you got there. (laughs) So, I, I, uh, Jandar, you, I, I, you you definitely like you kind of get the vibe that like uh, Professor Vandrakovich is like he doesn't really seem to mind or care what's going on with like the cult of the Dark Star like it doesn't really seem to phase him much. Uh, Tilly, you you definitely pick up on that as well. Uh, you you feel that he has a lot of confidence in the uh, uh, the Bloodbane family that you think that even if Illinok was like released that they would somehow be able to take care of it or handle it. Uh, he's he's very confident in the Bloodbane family uh, with a natural twenty, Alistair. I can let you know that not only is he just like it, 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 it's almost alien or impossible for him to imagine the bloodbanes like losing or or you know not being good enough to take care of something like this, but he also uh, you think that he also is really 
hellbent on getting back to work. You almost think that maybe he's maybe even a little bit more gung-ho to work on something now more than he had been before. Maybe the the uh, the completion of the Luna Solar Cannon has sort of like inspired him. Oh, he inspired him to make his own? You don't know. Uh, like, he, he's not keen on dealing with aberrations and stuff but like at the same time he he is you know like i mean he he worked on something incredibly ancient and powerful and very archaic and complex so you you think maybe that sort of is like giving him some inspiration in some capacity okay so he wants to get out of here i mean it seems like he i mean you you he does owe you guys you you allowed him to have his new body uh so like you you think that he's willing to help you guys you just you need to like He's not just going to, like, run off and do things to help you. You're going to have to ask him to do things, if you want him to do anything, for that matter. So would he be able to join us along and fight beside us? Would, the professor would, shakes his head, and he says, like, just wander the region, dealing with the cult of the Dark Star? No, I. Yeah. Uh, if you have something that will benefit me, I'll take care of it for you. But I have no reason to stick around and help you guys fight your battles. I pull out the uh, jar that I had his brain in, and I said, here's the benefit. You don't go back in this jar. <laughs> That's quite funny, Tilly. I uh, I don't think that you're going to take the time to complete brain surgery on me and throw me in that jar. I throw the jar at him. <laughs> he catches it, and uh, he goes, you never know when you might need it, and he puts it under his, uh, uh, his arm. He says... I'm willing to stick around even if you can think of something later, but I'm, I'm, I have no intention of wandering around and fighting aberrations. I can't think of anything right now. Well, he can hang out. You can hang out right now while we think about it. Yeah, yeah he nods. He, okay. he, says, he, he agrees. He says that he owes you guys quite a bit. It was fun to work on the Luna Solar Cannon, even if he had to deal with Albus B. Tinker. And I, I, yeah. Uh, Elvis is in the room as well. Uh, he he's more than willing to hang out because he wants to help Tilly any way he can. Uh, you guys uh, make a you were making a perception check earlier for the uh, uh, for like what was uh, uh, like you know the the Lunasota cannon, but make me another perception check for just sort of what else has been going on in this basement. Let me know what you guys get. Thirteen. Uh, with a thir- even a 13, uh, Alistair, you see there's a, a large contraption in the corner. Uh, it looks like a, uh, almost looks like a, maybe like a steel shelter. And uh, with a 19, uh, you notice, Jandar, uh, uh, there's um, what looks to be like a, uh, uh, plans on the table uh, for like a, maybe like a drill or something. Uh, it doesn't look like it's attached to the, like anything connected with the Luna Solar Cannon, but it looks like it's Albus's uh, handwriting. Uh, with a 24 Tilly, uh, you, uh, you see on the, the table is, uh, uh, a couple of potions. Uh, you think that maybe, uh, Professor Von Dracovich or, uh, uh, your father, Albus B. Tinker had, uh, made, uh, like made or, or found, you know, when they were looking for ingredients, some kind of, uh, uh potions. Taking them. <laughs> you grab them? <laughs> what are those? Don't worry about it. Oh, gee, why are you getting so defensive? I'm just asking. They're my secret potions of some sort. You made them? Like the other ones? No. Oh, well, I just found these it? ones. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to drink them myself. I'm going to wait till you get hurt, and then I'm going to oh, give them to you. Great. You think Professor Vondrakovich, you think, is almost about to tell you, like, hey, they're his, and Albus immediately is like, yeah, take them, honey. They're all yours. <laughs> what, what are they? 
Uh, you find a uh, potion of, uh, uh, let's see, a potion of heroism. Huh. Alistair needs that one. I'm a coward. And a potion of superior healing. Alistair oh. needs that one. <laughs> I'm always dying. <laughs> uh, the superior healing potion is, uh, I believe it is, and I can double check it, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, uh, 6d4 plus 12 Holy healing. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. What's the heroism one do? Uh, it gives you some uh, uh, minor bonuses okay. for a certain amount of time. I, we can look them up later. You know, later. I. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, you swipe the potions. Albus says it's a okay. Uh, you guys, uh, what's the shelter? I uh, Albus is like, oh, it's just a little thump that I've been playing around with when he was working on fleshier stuff. And uh, you guys hear a knock at the uh, front door. You guys are in the basement Not right it. now. Nose goes. I'll go answer the door. Okay. Sure. Uh, Jandar, you uh, uh, head up the uh, uh, the the ladder, and you see that uh, uh, Amelia and Zoff are still uh, like it looks like they're discussing something in the room. It looks like one of like Amelia has gotten up, and it looks like she went to look to you guys to see if you know, she should get the door. And she sees you, and she nods, and she goes back into the room to plan uh, with uh, uh, Zoff. And you get to the uh, uh, front door, and you just want to swing it wide open. I'll crack it. You crack it a bit and peek out, and you see Hilda. Hmm. She looks normal? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like Hilda. She, uh, make a, an insight check. <clears throat> insight would be 16. She seems pretty worried, and she sees you, and she, uh, in, like, you know, peeking through the door. And she says, uh, Jandar, can I come in? Sure. And I let her in. Yeah, you open the door, and Hilda asks if everyone's okay. Uh, she heard about what happened. Uh, all the chaos and stuff. Yeah, we just we just made it out, but we're okay. She nods and she uh, she says, "It seems things are getting much more serious." You could say that, yeah, a little bit. She nods and I. Uh, she says, "Well, I tell you what, I uh, anything you need, I can I can try to order it. I can try to bring supplies in, anything you might need. And if the time comes that you need backup, and she nods, and she says, "Let me know." Uh, she says, in fact, uh, there's a, a new uh, salesman who's uh, been borrowing a uh, corner of my shop who is a little eccentric, but he is um, uh, able to make magic items. He's able to make magic items? They're a little strange, but, but they are magic items that he creates. Okay, interesting. I will... She says, you should at least visit and, and see what they, what they have to say. Okay. All right. I'll let the I'll let the group know, and I appreciate the support. She nods and uh, she says, "Don't let what happened get you down. You have friends in the city, friends who are able to help you. Reach out when you need us." Okay. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. And she nods and she goes to leave. Uh, you you don't really invite her in, so she doesn't really step into the the place much or anything. I. Uh, Little little uh, little blood stains on the floor every so often to you know, kind of get her to, to not want to like delve into what you guys are delving into. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, you guys hear that conversation upstairs uh, with Jandar. You you can't really tell exactly who it is, but it he, it sounds like he's speaking with somebody, and it seems pretty civil. Mm. Uh, Albus B. Tinker uh, uh, looks to you too, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I've just been playing around with this. I I mean, I can finish it if you want me to." 
What is it? Well, the tunneler. The tunneler? What's that do? Tunnels? Well, it it was gonna let me escape if if you know things got really weird and out of hand with this uh, Lunathor cannon. He says, "But uh, well, it looks like we completed it and I didn't need it, but I I can always slap it together if you need it." Well, uh, we've got some places we gotta go visit. Potentially, I don't know if we are or not. Do you guys explain to Albus and Pro- Professor von Dracovich? Yeah, what the deal is that there's these locations and we think we know what they are. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, can I head back down? Yeah, you head back down, and you guys are together. Uh, the uh, the professor and uh, Albus look at the three drawings, and they really can't figure it out. They don't know what they're looking at. So you have one drawing, which is of, uh, you think, the Paint Chateau, mm-hmm. uh, which has, it's like a party going on. Albus like, looks at it and goes, oh, look, a party. That looks fun. And he, uh, like, and him and Professor Von Dracovich doesn't even comment on that one, flips the page, and you see the, uh, what looks to be uh, Illithid Penitentiary, the prison underneath the Shuddering Mountain. Uh, and neither of them really seem to know what that is. And they flip the, the page and, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, and they, they have no clue what the city in Green Mist is. We think that the city in the Green Mist may be near the Crystal Palace. What was it? The Oh, the Prismatic Palace? Prismatic Palace. Because we saw that in the mirror. That we saw that city there. Elvis says, you, you saw it in a mirror. Yeah, there was this weird mirror that we saw this like green city in. But it was a mirror. Uh, well, it was in the shattered one, wasn't it? No, it, it was, was in, in the, the complete one. one the yeah. complete one, yeah. When you looked at pieces of the shattered mirror, you saw yourselves it, like behind the mirror as if they were stuck in that world. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Professor Von Drakovich goes, well, that's far realm nonsense for you. Yeah, and then the penitentiary, I don't even know how to get there. If it's underneath the mountain, like, is there a passageway? We went there previously, but it was spooky. Uh, Professor Von Drakovich doesn't have much to offer for that, but uh, Elvis B. Tinker looks to his tunneler and looks to you guys and looks back at the tunneler and looks to you guys. He goes, I mean, I can, I can slap it together if you want me to. Yes. Try the guy. I think, I think we can build. probably aim it over there. If you build it, we will drill. <laughs> he, he nods, and uh, Elvis uh, uh, is more than happy to help you guys out. Uh, he wants to help Tilly out the best he can, and uh, he grabs a hammer, and he's like, well, let's get to work. And he looks at Professor Von Drakovich and he goes, Ah, never mind. I don't want your help anyway. Oh. And uh, uh, Professor Von Dragovich doesn't seem to mind. The yeah. Luna Solar Cannon's completed. Uh, he says, well, I'll start working on a few things. And if you if you need me, you let me know. Okay. And he goes uh, upstairs. Jandar. How come none of you asked for, for Christopher Mach 5 or whatever we're going <laughs> to switch to? I just don't want my heart broken again. It's hard to deal with that loss. Yeah, I don't think so because you just sent the other two. Packs. Are they gone? Did they leave yet? <laughs> uh, no, no, they no, were up they're there. They're upstairs still. Oh, okay. Who was at the door? You might want to go talk to them I'll because go they're about to, to go kill themselves. I'll go. No, what? don't <laughs> say so, that. So the, are th- all three of you heading upstairs? Uh, why? Wh- who was at the door? None of your business. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was... <laughs> Uh, it was. <laughs> I forgot her Jenna's name already. Hilda. Hilda. Yeah. Hilda. Oh, Hilda was there. Okay. Yeah. She looked concerned about you. Okay. Probably about all of us. No. She said it was just you. Okay. It was weird. She said something about you needing to. Uh, in a weird mood. Go Jenna. back to the inn and you know sift through all of the debris because there's something there that you left. 
No, the what's his face? Percival said we should go back there. That, that is true. Percival has has sealed off the withered branch inn's remains, right. For you guys to investigate. Well, Percival told her to come get you <laughs> only. Yeah, uh-huh. They must really uh-huh. want you to go sift through that. Stuff. Yeah, they, must, do. Must, they do. They must do. Yeah. They said the something about cities. you. Have, they said something that you have to do it like with no clothes, though. Roll insight with advantage. <laughs> Well, that's going to be bad. <laughs> Am I rolling deception with disadvantage? Yes. And guidance. I heard guidance. I'm rolling it. Uh, Tilly was in on that one, so yeah, that's... Ten. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I rolled that. Ten. Oh, uh, you do feel like uh, you do feel like you you you've been told that like you know you should probably sift through the like you know the the, the remains to investigate, but you're not sure about that whole naked thing. That that sounds a little outlandish. Uh, the naked thing sounded right to me. <laughs> anyway, did Hilda say anything else? Yeah, but I mean, what she said for real was that uh, you know she, they she supports us, and if we need anything, ask. We have friends in this city, even though this terrible stuff's been happening. Uh, there's a new person that is renting part of her store. They can supposedly really? make magical items. Oh, shit. She said they're weird, but they are magical. That's what she said. That is what she said. She probably check so uh, anyways, yeah, she was just stopping by kind of to, to make sure that we were okay and let her know that or let us know that uh, she's here if we need her. Cool. They also said if it gets to that point where we need backup, let her know. I'd always like to have her in a fight. But also all the other stuff I told you about you going there, that's true too. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go upstairs and check on Soph and Amelia before they leave, but we should go to that ma- magical item Magical shop. items? I'm there. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Dimension door to the uh, front door of the... I followed Tilly. <laughs> oh, no, she's gone. Uh, she technically could reach oh, yeah. it from there. Uh, uh, well, she she can only go through the dimension door on her own. I think it's what oh. she can carry. So yeah. she steps through a dimension door and appears and at the gonna, front like, door. And I'm just going to sit on the stoop and like wait for them. <laughs> <laughs> like like as a, With like a look on my face, like I beat you guys, like I was the first one here. Uh, so Tilly vanishes only to the front door of the Midori School of Magic, and uh, you two head up the ladder. And uh, Alistair, you wanted to talk with uh, uh, and Amelia. Yeah, so uh, uh, they they greet you, and uh, and you as well, Jandar. Hey, uh, I really appreciate you guys helping us out and finding Glares. He was at the inn. We just found out recently. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry. Go on. He he's really powerful. And he has powerful allies. Duh. We already knew that. Amelia, yeah. Amelia nods, and she says, I'm well aware of the danger. I don't intend to get involved with them. I don't intend to confront them. I only mean to track them down. They must be somewhere in this region, presumably somewhere under this city, right? I just <sighs> pat I just pat Alistair on the shoulder and go, this is number three and four, and I leave to go meet up with Tilly. <laughs> Zoff goes, wait, what? What? I just, huh? I just don't want you guys to get in. You say you're fine, but I don't want you to get in over your head. Amelia nods, and uh, she says, well, um, what other, who, other, who else is in the city that you think might be able to help support us? Hilda. Uh, Hilda. Hilda. Or um, the church lady. Mr. Um, <laughs> Moonflower. Moonflower. And Percival. Yeah. Um, honestly, Citrinefall, since we saved her. There may be stuff that we could glean from her information, I don't know, on where to locate. I'm just saying that they're, they were prepared for us at the inn and literally dropped meteors on us. She she nods and she says, I, yeah, I didn't want to have to bring that up, but uh, 
yeah, they, they are powerful. And she says, I'll, I'll talk with some of the people in town that you already know. Uh, let them know what's going on. And, uh, and we'll go from there. Okay, great. Thank you. I crack open the door and I yell, Fizzy! Uh, and she, she nods and she says, um, Fizzy? Fizzy. I think he's talking about the wrong place. Fizzy. Is, is that another friend? I think I can help you out. Oh, the, oh, the bartender. Yeah, and she nods and she says, "Well, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, that place is nearby. Oh. We'll maybe even start there." If you see a traveling orc named Groon, Gorn, 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 Gorn's the Gorn's the one. Groon's dead. God, Groon Gorn. is dead. Yeah, Gorn, Gorn. He's a friend of ours. Okay, if you see him, send him here to the city. No, Gorn is a friend um, of mine. You're not even in there. <laughs> You went outside. Oh no, no, he he's still with you guys. Oh, I thought you went outside. Gorn Gorn is a friend of mine. Okay, because friends of yours, they don't They're last. Still... They don't last very long. You're still here. I never said I was a friend of yours. You have. <laughs> you have. You have said it. I know you said it. Jandar. You have no proof. <laughs> Jandar, uh, you notice Odaskal is not here. Oh. The the wood elf that you had defeated uh, in your duel, who you dragged here, I uh, I uh, in the middle of the like or like when the explosion happened, you bolted. He does not seem to be here. Then, that, what? I'm not. Gonna we don't know anything about him. Yeah, but we but we brought him back here. We healed him up, didn't we? Uh you didn't really do a whole lot of healing for him. Oh, I think okay. you. Well, I think you kind of like you stabilized him and just yeah. left him in a pile. That's fine. I yeah, mean, do that, we know that he's the one that, that wanted to duel? Okay. I mean, he brought Odaskal like he had him over his shoulders and came into the uh, Midori oh, yeah. School of oh, yeah. oh, So yeah. you know that he had a fight with him, and they 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 patched mm. things up essentially. I didn't patch anything up. He just wanted to duel. I won. I meant like patched up his like wounds so he didn't die. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> I well, I'm glad that either that or they used this parts on the lunar solar cannon. <laughs> either way, I'm okay with it. Uh, so, uh, as far as that goes, you guys want to head to the uh, uh, Hilda shop? Sure, I'm cool with that. You guys good? Yeah, that's fine. So, you guys head to uh, Hilda's uh, shop, and uh, you get there, and it looks like it's kind of just presumably just opening because Hilda just got back from visiting you, and I. Uh, you uh, open the door and you see uh, uh, her shop, and she's behind the counter. Uh, you hear a, an obnoxious voice coming from like the the no, back room. No. You think uh, Gertie is probably back there doing like uh, manual it. labor. Your favorite person's here, Janda. Gertie is my least favorite person. You want me to go in get her for you? World, I'll in, go get her for you. In uh, corner though is uh, like a, a small booth and lining a bunch of like shelves that are like uh, along like the the corner of that wall and like lying on the ground like on a, like a mat is a small uh, uh, forest gnome. Uh, he has uh, uh, like messy brown hair. He's got freckles. He has really large spectacles, and he's real, real tiny and frail. Is this the guy? I don't know. Ask. Well, let's go ask Gertie. <laughs> you go up to Hilda, who's at the counter, and she nods and she says, "Oh, um, are you here to to meet Norbert?" Norbert. I guess so. Uh, she kind of uh, like leans into you guys. And she says. His his wares seem powerful, but he is a little weird. Okay. Uh, she says, "Yes, uh, this is uh, Gertrude's cousin, uh, Gertie's cousin." No. Oh no! <laughs> no! <laughs> you start screaming, and she looks a little alarmed, and she says, "Norbert uh, Tinkledink." Why? 
Norbert, nice to meet you. Norbert, tinkle dink. I didn't think there would be someone I would hate more. <sighs> then Gertie. Hello. Oh, God. Oh, Norbert, my name's Al- Lord Alistair Lockwood. Hello, Lord Alistair Lockwood. My name's Norbert. <laughs> Hi, Norbert. This is... <laughs> I'm Lord Lord Jandar. He's not. He's not really a lord. He just I am, wants to be. I am a lord. And Hello, Lord Tilly. Jandar. Sam, thank you for calling me lord. See, I'm on the same level I'm as Alistair. I'm Tilly. Hi, hi, hello, if you call Tilly. me a lord, I'll hit you with this. <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> I don't want to be hit with a stick. Are you okay, Norbert? I'm quite fine, thank you. So we heard you have magical items. Where did you come from with these magical items? I'm 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 Gertie's cousin. I, I live in Rayburn Falls, and and business hasn't been good lately. So I decided to come here. The rent was cheaper. Yeah. Did you want to want to get Gertie out here so you guys can no hang out or? I I don't feel like like she's needed for our business transactions. Oh, okay. <laughs> what kind of? business do you have? You have magical items? I, I, I'm a cobbler by trade. Okay. You see there's nothing but shoes lining the corner, like what? this corner this corner of the shop. Are all your items shoes? They're shoes, yes. They're I'm all cobbler. shoes. It's what cobblers do. You cobble shoes. Do you have I any cobble pink shoes? shoes? I, 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 does he have any? Uh, roll a d20, uh, Tilly. Let's see if he has any pink shoes. Oh, God. What'd you get? Natural twenty. <laughs> he does. What 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 style of shoes do you want? Do you want them to be? I like, want like 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 comfortable kind of like just regular like like shoes. Do you want like like heels to them? You got a natural no, twenty. No, so I this want is like you, you want anything. You I want, want like the Jordans of this world. Uh, so they're like. Uh, they're like pink boots that are just like 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 fluorescent pink, shiny yeah. pink. They kind of glisten a bit with a little pump on the front to like fill my fill a boot up a little bit. Did you get a natural twenty? Yeah. Then they absolutely have a pump. <laughs> 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 oh god, they have they have like a like a unique swoosh to them as well. Maybe uh. Maybe it's something with his like signature markings on uh, there. there. He doesn't necessarily have his like signature markings on the shoe that you can see. Yeah. Uh, on a small little part, uh, though, you do see what almost looks like a like maybe like a little like image of a cloud. It's also okay. weird because in Gnomish, it actually says "just do it." Strange. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Just do it. Right How much are these shoes? I need them now. These shoes are. You got a natural twenty. Yep. Says they didn't really work out the way I wanted them to, so they're on sale. Oh, oh! How what much? is the sale price? Uh, f- uh, only a hundred gold. Hundred gold done. Slap a hundred gold on the counter. Wow. It's a pleasure doing business with you. What, you. what do they do? Do they have any magic? They are boots of levitation. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> While you wear these boots, Tilly, you uh, your steps make no sound. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. That's the elven kind that uh, uh, he no, that's has. What I have. Uh, levitation. While you wear these boots, you can use an action to cast levitate spell on yourself. It does require attunement, though. This item does. Doing it, attuned him. <laughs> you you look you look like a man who 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 who's really really changing himself. What do you mean? And he, he, he like points to one of the shelves and it, they are all animal print like boots. Okay. And he says, I think that you might like these. Uh, what, what are they? I recommend the giraffe ones. The the giraffe ones? You look and there are there is like uh like light tan with like the, the brown splotches. It looks like a giraffe's pattern for the boots. What does it do? They they turn you into a giraffe. <laughs> They do. 
They're, they're boots that turn me into a giraffe. That's what I said, a no, giraffe. A giraffe. <laughs> How I already can turn into things. Oh, well, I guess you don't need them then. <laughs> I guess not. Tilly. I can't hold the gun until he's losing his damn is mind. There, is there, there other animals? Uh, ones? Other animals? What the fuck is a giraffe? <laughs> there's, there's one that makes makes you turn into a monkey. A monkey? Yeah, that's what I said. A monkey? A monkey, that's what I said. <laughs> okay. You're not paying attention. I'm, I'm listening as best as I can. Your friends are so we got so we, so we got a giraffe and a monkey. Okay. Yeah. All right. A- any more? Uh, yeah. Th- this Give one, me one more. This one turns you into a mongoose. Oh, a mongoose, a giraffe, and a monkey. All right. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> but if you if, if you can find me animal parts, I I can I can I can make you other boots. Like a palma? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, like, it's a large cat. Is it anything uh, like a puma? Puma? <laughs> it's very similar. Oh. How do oh, these work? God. Well, you put them on and then you turn into them. Oh, okay. It lasts for maybe about an oh, hour. An hour? Yeah. How much are they? Each one's about 75 gold pieces. Do they require attunement? Not these ones, no. And I can just swap them on and off? Yeah, unless you have other boots that are that are require attunement. I do. Well, that, that you can't wear them over that. Well, yeah, I, I can only That's wear a not pair how of boots shoes. Work. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the boots aren't that big. And the boots aren't. Yes, I got it. <laughs> They're can, really not. Can't you, you have anything can't you for make my boots that go over boots though? <laughs> I don't have boot boots. I only have regular boots. <laughs> well, not the... <laughs> well, okay. Do you I have think, any? I think you're missing. A... <laughs> Do you have any boots for our, our friend Jandar over here? Oh, uh, roll a d20 uh, there, Jandar. <laughs> okay, I got it. <laughs> thirteen. Oh, with a thirteen, I uh, uh, he has. Oh. Uh, Tilly must have fallen over while she was putting her shoes on. <laughs> Your friend's losing her composure. Tilly's yeah. got to learn how to walk in those new pink Jordans over there. <laughs> uh, he he lets you know that uh, the the only other boots that uh, uh, well the only other boots that catch your attention, Jandar, are uh, uh, like white, uh, and it looks like they're like uh, like they have like a kind of like a snow like they have like the fur for the like you know like as if you travel through snow or whatever. Mm. Uh, and he says these are these are boots that you might like. They they help you in cold environments. So they're so then they're just what boots normally do. Help you in cold environments. Yeah, but the, but then there's the magic. <laughs> What's the magic? Uh, he lets you know that uh, he also has boots of the Winterlands. Uh, they require attunement. Uh, they're fur- furred boots. They give you resistance to cold damage. Uh, you ignore difficult terrain created by ice or snow, and you can tolerate super cold temperatures. And uh, how much are these special boots? These special boots are about 150 gold 150 pieces. 150 gold pieces? Yeah. Man, this was only seventy-five gold pieces. Well, those are temporary boots. Oh well, what about what about Tilly's? They were only hundred gold pieces. Well, there was a failure. 
I, I didn't mean for them to be pink. You don't, oh, you don't have uh, you don't have a rejected pair of these for me. No, no <laughs> I don't. Damn. You give me you give me a, a special price though. That's the special price. No, no. He the, is best friends with Gertie. You know my cousin. I do. You're friends with my cousin. You you could say that if it leads to a sale price. I tell you what. If you're willing to give her a hug to prove oh. that you're friends with her, I'll give them to you for 140 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> 10 gold pieces? How much gold do we have, Tilly? You're the bank of bank of us. Uh, after I've already paid for mine, we still have 551. Yeah, I have about 230 <sighs> gold on my own. I will give Gertie a hug if we go to 125. 125 gold pieces. Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> persuasion would be a 22. And you said 125? Yeah. He goes, you drive a hard bargain, but I think I can do that. <laughs> okay. And, Janner, you kind of stop for a moment, and you feel this like horrifying presence behind you. <laughs> and you slowly turn, and you see a forest gnome with green hair with her head peeked around the corner, and she just goes... Did I hear hugs? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Gertie, uh, yeah, how's it going? Hugs? Hugs? <laughs> I heard you want hugs? Is, that, is it a hug? Is that what I'm giving you? Uh, yeah, yeah, bring it in here. Bring it in here, Gertie. It's got to be for 30 seconds, though. I didn't do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> 30 seconds? I was thinking three and a half minutes. No. Oh, perfect. Oh, they'll go 30 you seconds. You try a hard bargain. I'll take it. Oh, God. I <laughs> uh, So... You go to uh, like like kind of like kneel, yeah, kind of kneel down and awkwardly hold out your hands, and she like hugs you, and she's like, "Oh, it's been a while since I've had a hug. I, I, my mom doesn't live in this town anymore, so I don't have a hug." And she just starts babbling in your ear, and the front door opens to the shop, and I, I, Gorm <coughs> walks in, and he's like, "Yeah, do you have any?" Uh you know what? I think I'm just going to go to the bar instead. <laughs> and he turns around, door. slams the door, and uh, you uh, and the door kind of like echoes and reverberates. And you guys are left awkwardly in the uh, the shop as like uh, this like sort of like 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 terrible silence hangs in the air. And then Gertie goes, so was that your friend? Does he want to hug too? And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.